welcome to the Beanball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. My name is Brady O'Callaghan. And I'm Joey Price. And, and I apologize if there's a ton of background noise suddenly because there's an incredibly loud thing going down my street. We love that. <laughs> you know what, Joe? Uh, as you said that, um, I realized I didn't check your levels at all. Uh-huh. And how, how are they? Yeah, good? Honestly, pretty good. We got yeah, this down dude. pat. Um, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, people might be able to hear that incredibly loud thing. And for that, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh Hey. Hey. Baseball's back. I can't believe it. <laughs> I thought it would never happen. Yeah, I really, I I wasn't sure that we would ever see baseball again. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's back. Um, we are recording this on Friday, July 24th. Um, yesterday was the uh, opening day of baseball. And today, yeah. most teams are having their opening day of baseball yep um it's nice it's good it was really nice yeah i felt Uh, it yeah i felt um very you know kind of like jaded uh to sort of everything that it's happening in the world because that's kind of uh the default emotional state um and then i put on baseball and i was like oh god it's so nice yeah it's really nice the Giants played the Dodgers yesterday, lost terribly, but like Cueto started and he, he didn't pitch at all last season because he had Tommy John surgery mm-hmm. and like watching him pitch pretty well for five innings. I, I think he like gave up one run in five innings was like really, it was really nice to have something to root for. Yeah, for sure. Um, that game looked pretty evenly matched through like five innings. Yeah. Yeah. And then it fell and, apart. Yeah, and I'd say that's probably the best the Giants are going to look all season, those first five innings. They scored one run. <laughs> they prevented a lot of runs. They had the lead. They had the lead? Wow. <laughs> You're looking at future World Series champions right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's nice. I mean, there's, uh, you know, there's definitely, like, obviously stuff that still feels weird and stuff that is like not going to be easy to root for necessarily and things that are going to pop up that'll be like oh yeah maybe they shouldn't be playing at all you know but uh yeah for now it's uh nice to have it first of all let's um talk a little bit about the adjustments that they've made for broadcast number one how did we feel about the cardboard cutouts um, filling like behind home plate. I'm fine with it. It's a little weird. Yeah, honestly, it took me a second to remember that they were cardboard cutouts. Because at <laughs> yeah. first I was just like, yeah, it's normal. There's people yeah. back there. I would say uh, my reaction to it was I was like, oh, those are cardboard cutouts. And then I forgot that they were cardboard cutouts. Yeah. So like I, you just kind of, I just kind of got used to it. Yes. And then something, and then they'd like show a close up and I'd be like, oh, right, those are cardboard cutouts. I will say maybe I do prefer having the cardboard cutouts there instead of just empty seats because I have like this gut reaction. We, we know, well documented on the podcast. When there's empty seats behind home plate, I'm just like, give those seats to people at the game. Right. Um, and I, 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 you know, that's just human nature. So I'm glad that I don't have that feeling every time I'm watching. 
Um, I, I think they're talking about it at the, the Dodgers broadcast. So like basically people can purchase cardboard cutouts of themselves or somebody to, to put it behind there, but there are different pricing tiers. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> fucked up, man. It's so stupid. Just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, it's capitalism right there for you, I suppose. Yeah. Someone did take uh, post a screenshot on Twitter of like someone hanging out behind uh, like one of the cardboard cutouts behind home plate looks suspiciously close to um jeffrey epstein (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy uh that's Uh, very funny yeah Um, but i'm in favor of the cardboard cutouts i think i've decided yeah um Um, there were all so there were two things that happened yesterday that kind of were like a peek into how what this season is going to feel like yes the first thing that happened was juan soto nationals star Yep. Tested positive, what, mere hours before the Nationals were going to play the very first game of this Major League Baseball season against yep. the Yankees, right? Yeah, so he's that like obviously a, was like big news. He, he's like a, he, a headline player yeah, um, the, for the MLB, featured in their Welcome Back promo video, Yeah, immediately like, sidelined for at least the, two weeks. Yes, the future face of baseball, maybe, you yep. know, just like an absolute star. Super fun to watch. Great, great guy. Yes. We love him. Yes. Um, uh, and yes, sidelined for at least two weeks. Kind of who knows who maybe else is going to be affected by this on the team because he was around people from when he was tested to when he got the results back, et cetera, right? So, uh, but then you kind of, so like the, the news broke and it was like, oh, this is great. And of course it's the first day, what's going to happen, et cetera, et cetera. And then you kind of got the feeling from like the fans, from Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, that it's just like, yeah, they all recognize this is just something that they're going to have to be dealing with this yeah. year. And that like this kind of stuff is going to happen and they are okay with that risk, at least for now, right? Sure. Yep. Um, and so that kind of did help put things in perspectives a little bit that like this kind of thing is just going to kind of continue to happen. The games are going to keep happening no matter what, as long as they can. Yep. And then the next thing that happened was the Yankees game in like the sixth inning was called because of the, they, they, it was delayed, went into a rain delay. Mm-hmm. And normally they probably waited out a little bit, but quickly enough, they're just like, okay, that's the game. Game's over. Yankees win. Yep. And I think that is also going to be a thing that's just going to be the case yeah. for the rest of this season. For sure. They can't just have a bunch of guys hanging around in the yeah. clubhouse, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very interesting. Weird times. Um, I know even like uh, fantasy baseball is back too. Um, yeah we're playing and uh i'm already noticing that i have to be way more on top of uh changing my lineup because of people testing positive for covid yeah it's crazy yeah um one uh positive thing that i so i'm watching the mets braves game right now freddie freeman tested positive in kind of what a handful of weeks ago yeah three weeks ago and from what I heard, like, was pretty sick. 
Mm-hmm. Nick Marcakis, I think it was, like decided not to play, decided to opt out of the season partially after having talking after talking to Freeman and hearing how sick he was. Freeman's playing and like seems good. Yeah. So like that's a very positive thing that, that is nice to see. For sure. Yeah. The nice to see someone fully recovered from it. Yeah. Uh and and back in good form. Um yeah, hopefully that remains the case for all of these guys who mm-hmm. do contract it. I know like it seems like a total crapshoot and it feels like it doesn't care about whether or not you're a world class athlete. So it just hits certain people very hard. Um yep. and uh, hopefully it never does that again to anyone ever. I hope so. That's that would be nice, wouldn't it? That would be nice. Um, so some other, uh, interesting, uh, things that happened opening day, um, the entire, uh, Yankees and Nationals, uh, roster and coaching staff took a knee for the anthem. Yes. Before the anthem. Before the anthem. Yes. Not during the anthem. Not during the anthem. Not a significant not as significant. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was more significant, not as significant. It was it's not quite significant. I mean, it's significant, but it's not yeah. It 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 it, it was kind of choreographed, right? We we texted about this. Yeah. We think it's fine. We think it's good. An overall good thing. Yes, for sure. Uh we had said that baseball has kind of like notoriously been uh you know, tight-lipped about anything remotely uh political or like s- social justice etc anything like that um whereas you know in like the NBA you have like high profile players speaking out on stuff all the time uh the NFL you have high profile players um taking knees during the anthem speaking out etc and it, baseball just didn't really have that yeah um so Years too late for this, for sure. Um, but also, I th- I think it's just a good thing that it's happening. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it was good. They kind of did, like, they had this, like, video presentation about Black Lives Matter. And a bunch of players before both games were warming up in Black Lives Matter t-shirts and things like that. So, it's it's good. The The thing that I found a little bit, like... I don't know, false about it. And then it ended up redeeming itself in, in my minds of a white man, of course, is that um, before the next game, the Dodgers Giants game, they kind of did the exact same ceremony. Mm-hmm. They had this like, I think a video presentation and everybody held this like black kind of, I don't know, rope or something at the same time during the presentation and then they all took a knee and then the anthem started and i was like okay yeah yeah is this just going to be what every team is going to do and in this way that's like is this really like an a way that the players are able to voice their own feelings or is it just kind of like the well we can we can like all agree to do this thing do you know what i mean but there's not a lot of like individual Yes. Participation. Uh, so I was like, all right, I, I might get a little bit tired of this. But then a, a significant handful of players 
took a knee for the anthem itself before the Giants Dodgers game, kind of after the collective knee before the anthem, then a handful of them stayed on their knee during the anthem. Yeah, including uh, which Mookie Betts. Yep, including uh, Mookie Betts in his first game for the Dodgers. Yep, uh, and the Giants manager did it. And so, yeah, so like that was nice to see that there still is room for kind of individual expression as well. Yeah, they even like in the in the game, you know, they do those like um, dugout interviews on the headsets with uh, players um, and uh, they were doing one and, you know, they talked about the ceremony and the player um, acknowledged systemic racism in America and how it's nice that we're all speaking up uh, about it. And I was like, damn, a year ago, I would have thought this uh, would never happen. Yeah, for sure. So, I, yeah, progress. We're getting there. It's progress. Um, it's progress for sure. So that's good. I imagine it's something we're going to see more of. And certainly when basketball and the NFL come back, um, I think we'll be seeing even more of it, of course. And yeah, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, a little progress is good. Uh, similar sort of update. Um, so Washington football uh team changed their name to uh, temporarily to literally the Washington football team. The Cleveland yep. baseball team don't sound too crazy anymore now, does it? <laughs> um. Cleveland has, I'm not convinced that they're not going to fuck this up. Um, they said they were meeting with like ownership, with players, with staff, and um, some like fans um, to have discussions about the team name. And it was like, no, no indigenous leaders or, yeah. or anything like that. And then they came out and they said, great. And now we're going to be meeting um, with indigenous uh, uh, leaders um, to discuss uh, this. So I don't know if that was them making an enormously glaring error or just saying, like, uh, we're going to give that its own meeting. Right. But they are doing it, and that's good. Tonight uh, they are wearing not their traditional home jerseys, which would have Indians across the chest. They're just wearing the ones that say Cleveland. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I, it might happen. Yeah. It definitely might. I mean, I definitely actually, I think it will. I, I think it's only a matter of time. Yeah. It it's might always take longer than you want it to take, but I think it, I think it's inevitable that it's going to happen. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Always been a matter of time. It is going right. to change. Um, but yeah, I, again, didn't think it was going to happen this season. And you know what? It might. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, so I guess also kind of, we mentioned Mookie Betts. Yeah. Let's talk, talk about it. About the, the Mookie Betts news. He, um, signed a major massive extension with the Dodgers, which, uh, I guess kind of surprised me because I remember hearing that a big, um, a big reason that like the Red Sox traded him was that he was pretty determined to reach free agency. And uh, he thought that, that that was like kind of important for a person of his status yeah. in baseball to, to do. Um, 
But I also imagine that the Red Sox did not really bargain in great faith in terms of offering him a great extension at the same time. Sure. Which probably played a part of it too. Yeah. And also then at the same time, COVID happened, right? And like, who knows what the off season is going to look like. So yeah. So it's like a 12 year, what? 300 and 350, 350. Yeah. 350. It's like a higher amount than trout got, but a lower annual average annual value or something like that. Yeah. Um, more years, I think. So much, uh, so much money. It's a it's, yes, an insane amount of money, of course. But obviously, give him the money. Yeah, uh, and it's and it like, uh, you know, the Dodgers. They're just this team where they can do that, and like this, even despite it, like their future looks insanely bright because of the squad they have now, and also their farm system is incredibly good yeah they it's have, a top 10 farm yeah they've won the nl west eight years in a row i think or that maybe this year would be the eight years in a row they have this insane farm system they are for sure on paper the best team in baseball yep um and they're just poised to be that forever and it's frustrating for <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> yes uh, and I mean, I do think also like it, we, we talk about like that this, there's kind of a myth of like rich teams versus poor teams, right? Mm-hmm. That like all of these owners are rich. I do think that the Dodgers, the Yankees still do have a certain advantage over a lot of teams in their ability to just kind of do this without blinking an eye. Yeah. Well, even in terms of, like, universal, like, merch appeal. Right. And, like, legacy baseball, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they're making so much more money than, like, Minnesota is in, like, international sales. Right. So. So, it's a huge contract. Um, There's always, like, the question with these kinds of contracts is, like, is it worth it, right? Like, you're... It's 12 years. He's going to be 39 by the time it's over. Um, is it worth it? Is he going to be worth it? He's going to be bad for those last few years, more likely than not, et cetera. And it's all probably true. He's not going to be very good for those last few years. But I still think, like, if you look at it from... And, like, he's more likely than not going to be worth more than $400 million for you over that period of time. Yeah, there's no way they don't make that much because of him in like three or four years right you know? yeah exactly yeah um, and yeah like fan graphs has this like um they have like this value stat where they try to i think it's mostly like war based but they try to like figure out a player's money value based on their war yeah essentially and so, like, he's already been worth, like, three about $300 million, right? Now, he's been insanely good. He's 27, so you figure in three years is probably when he's going to start to be less good. Yeah. But you've still got, like, probably six or seven years of him being worth, yeah, you know, like $50 no, million dollars a year. Absolutely no question he is uh, one of the signature players on your lineup. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a once in a generation talent. You know, he's a top five baseball player. Yeah, 
right now. And he's going to stay that way for a few years. So it's, you know, I'm glad that like, he's getting a lot of money. It sucks. It's the Dodgers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think the Red Sox just probably should have at least offered him this and let him say no to a deal like this. Yeah. I mean, Um, they have more money than anything too. So, right. Um, yeah, but yeah, good for Mookie. For sure. That's great. Love, um, love Mookie. Really love Mookie. So, yeah, yeah that's good. Good mm-hmm. for him. Um, What else, dude? What else? Um, Oh, the playoffs. The playoffs are going to be different this year. Yes, that is right. Um, uh, tell, yeah. me, tell me about it, because I, I don't know too much about it other than it's crazy. Sure. I think that they I think that uh they maybe have not ironed out every single specific detail of it yet. Although I might be wrong about that. I I it was definitely I mean they announced this playoff change like an hour before the game the first game started yesterday. Yeah. Really last minute. But from what I can tell, there's going to be 16 total teams in the playoffs. So 8 from each league. Um uh, and they're basically going, and it's going to be all the first place teams in the division, all the second place teams of each division, and then so that's that's six teams in each league, and then like the the basically the next two best teams, yeah, will be the final slots. Um, and then there is going to be essentially an extra round of playoffs that will be a three-game series. I imagine it'll... I, I guess I don't know how the seeding is going to work. Hmm. Um, that's the one thing that I don't know. I, maybe I'll try to figure out that right now. Um, uh, but uh, it'll be a three-game series, and all three games are in the home team's stadium. Uh, which doesn't, to my mind, matter necessarily that much since there's not going to be a crowd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it ma- it makes sense for, you know, travel purposes and things like that. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, and that's how it's going to work. It, it is. Uh, everything this year is so weird. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know why we would have expected the playoffs to be normal. So I'm I'm kind of in favor of this. Like, yeah, why not? Sure. Um. Uh. At this point, like you've changed everything else. It's a 60 game season. Like, go crazy with it. Yeah, more baseball. Um, why not? It definitely. Lee, I mean, it definitely opens up the possibility for like a losing record team to make it to I mean it wouldn't be crazy to say the world series but certainly to like the division series that like the the winning two out of three games is possible right yeah. it's certainly doable so it's not crazy to think that like I don't know the who would be like a a team here that could do this that would make sense uh like the pirates to like win 28 go 28 and 32 yeah 
and then like beat the Braves in a three game series. I yeah, the White Sox. Right. You know, I don't. Uh, and then make it to that division series, and then again, then you have to win a best of five. Like it's you know, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, it does look like the seeding is going to be one seed versus eight seed, but I don't know how those seedings are going to be figured out because of the first and second yeah. place teams and things like that. Very interesting. Um, yeah, it on we were texting with um our our friends Mike, Francis, and Brad about this. We kind of have a baseball text thread. And Brad brought up the point, which I don't necessarily disagree with, which is like maybe they should have just done kind of a tournament style for this whole season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. Who cares? Like maybe, <laughs> maybe just do the like a World Cup kind of thing where you have like a each team there's like one round where each team plays a uh a series with each which with like four other teams or something like that uh-huh and then you have they you get know, points based on if they win lose right. or tie yeah 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 so like, why not i mean play uh, around with yeah it. It might if if it might be a little bit like weird. Go weird if you're gonna go weird with it in the playoffs. Maybe just kind of go weird with it the whole time. Uh, one, I I saw a tweet and I didn't double check this, and I'll probably actually totally misrepresent it. But somebody said like with this new playoff system, there will be more playoff games played this year than in the entire 1960s. <laughs> Which is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what that turns it like. That kind of got me a little bit excited about this season. The thing that I'm a little bit worried about with something like this and with the expanded DH and with the extra innings rules is them using, trying to use this the changes for this year as reasons to keep some of these changes going forward. Yeah. And I think that's where you get into a little bit of trouble. Yeah. That would be bad news. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope they work well for this year, but only because uh, they need to figure something out. Exactly. That's it. And I, and I, I'm also just kind of like fine just like counting this year as a loss a little bit with this kind of stuff and yeah. just kind of like figure out what you can do. It'll always be remembered as this weird year where you did the best that you could in a way. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't want 16 teams in the playoffs going forward. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, especially like guaranteed first and second place each division and then the next top two. Right, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It it's just kind of like thrown together and that's fine for where we're at right now. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh it's, it's just fun. nice that it's back. I am really excited to see how it all plays out. I'm very excited to see uh who winds up in the playoffs and seeing you know, a totally totally middling team uh, upset somebody in a series. That's going to be really fun. It's going to be great. Like, I really hope that happens. Yeah, and I, you know, there's going to be a huge asterisk next to this year and anyone who wins and loses, et cetera. So, like, 
who cares? Let's have fun. Let let the kids play. Yeah. Let the kids play. And as long as they don't, as long as they're healthy and they don't aren't at risk of getting really badly sick. I mean, there's risk involved, of course, but like the minute that it starts to get out of control at all, I really hope they shut it down immediately. Yeah, for sure. Same. So, um, the one, one last thing, um, that we just wanted to mention, um, was, uh, Dr. Fauci throughout opening day pitch. <laughs> uh-huh. Pretty bad. It's not su- his best form. Yeah. Not his best form. Terrible. But you know, in the fine tradition of opening day pitches. Perfectly yeah. uh, fine. And he's, a, and also I think he's like a big nationals fan. That's great. So like, that's fun. I'm glad he got to do that. I don't, I I feel like there's probably reasons for us not to like Dr. Fauci, but I think in general, recently, it's just been nice to have him be a voice that we can listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least with all the coronavirus shit happening, yeah. he's like at the very least, like a, a small voice of reason <laughs> yeah. um, in an administration that um, has no sense of uh, reason. Yeah. Um, so little counterpoint. Um, is that the Yankees are having uh, Donald Trump throughout the opening pitch um, very yeah. soon. Yeah, and I guess we should have seen this coming because it's like the uh, the only time he'll be able to do it and not get booed. Yes. Although, so, I'm telling you, Yankees uh, sound person, you have the chance to be a hero. <laughs> we know you're in charge of the sound effects and having people cheer throw out a boo a hard <laughs> boo we implore you yankees sound person lose your job lose to it throw out a hard boo oh my god a uh, government it, it, congress come on extend those unemployment benefits <laughs> get us a amplified stimulus check this extra six hundred dollars and, and get that Yankee sound person. Get him to lose his job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, wow. Oh, wow. Sorry. I'm watching the game right now, and the Brave center fielder just made it an insane catch. Hey, check that out, everybody. Check that out at home, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, sorry. It's frustrating, of course. It sucks. He shouldn't do it, or the Yankees shouldn't ask him to do it. Yeah, it's it's uh. It's nice to have another reason to dislike the Yankees, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um. All right. I feel like that about wraps it. Yeah. Um. It's nice. It's nice to be talking about actual baseball. Uh, Yeah. It's. It was a struggle to <laughs> keep up with a baseball podcast when there's absolutely no baseball for months on end. But yeah, we did it. We're heroes. We're essential. We are essential. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll be back with some uh, more baseball talk. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, we'll see you next time. The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Diana Kolsky. 
If you want to reach us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, wherever you might get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.